Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. It's nice to talk to you again. Happy life. Happy day. Happy that you are currently on your way. What to talk about do we now hear? Thanksgiving was fun. It was a little interesting. I made a glorious meal, which could have been much better. I have had much better. But overall, I'm proud of it. I give it an 8 out of 10. The turkey was a little unfun. This year's just getting a little hard. Not all of a sudden, but it's it's wrapping up a little tougher than I would hope for it to be. But if it's the same way for you, I hope you find peace in some places. When we're presented with certain things, we have a choice to make. We could either sit and bask in the sadness of the moment, or we could keep our heads up, keep moving forward. I had another talk with my friend last night. Wow. It was a really good conversation. And I was like, do you remember when you told me not to change who I am? Well, I've been thinking about that. And it's really been meaning a lot. And he said it again, to not change who I am, not to listen to what the world says about me. And that was really nice. Because probably, I would say, the last month, I've been having this thought that's like, just condemning me for being who I am. (laughs) It's just so, so annoying. And the day before, I watched a video that had like this motivational speech in it. And it's like, if you can be comfortable with your mannerisms, with your attitude, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter what other people think. Because if you try to conform yourself to what other people think of you, then you're just going to be miserable. That's a really hard truth to listen to and even apply because we want to be accepted by people and society and culture. and But really, in doing that, you're sacrificing who you are. If who you are and your attitudes and your mannerisms don't hurt people, then why are you hurting yourself trying to change? So it's really sad that we fall into that trap. And I've been doing that, blaming myself for it, but I, one, need to not blame myself for it. I need to accept that I'm doing it and just move on. You know, there are going to be a lot of things in life that the inner child in you is going to want a certain thing, but you can't have it. Your inner child can't have it. And as an adult, you are feeling that with the inner child. I may not be making any sense to you, but May I remind you, this is a journal, a diary, which, if you are just joining this podcast as a personal and therapeutic tool I call a vocal diary, it's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and post them for those who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. Which, by the way, uh, (laughs) Pakistan, hello and welcome to the family. Pakistan is a new listener. Pakistan, the country. We are, I believe, up to 14 countries, which I don't say to boast. It's just awesome to share your voice 
share your life, share your stories. I am not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. I'm just doing it. It's a therapeutic outlet. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am, so please give them a listen if you haven't. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. So without further tangential operations... (laughs) Yeah, I do that sometimes. I say weird things. John Michael, you better be okay with yourself, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) To when I realized sugar consumption back in 2016 when I was a barista in northern Colorado. Sugar? Gosh, I wish I understood the chemistry of sugar more. I feel like at one point I did, but it just kind of flew away. Sugar's an interesting thing because we crave it all the time. And why do we crave it? It provides us a sense of comfort. I believe on a physiological level in the brain. (sighs) Why was that another nervous breath? It comforts the brain and we crave more of it. And I learned or I heard somewhere that Sodium salt and sucrose, sugar, each essentially affect the brain the same way. What you can do when you're craving sugar is actually replace that sugary thing with something salty. But when I was a barista, it was amazing to me to see how much sugar people wanted in their coffee. So a little backstory, going back to episode one or two, when I was talking about one of my first loves, which was coffee, I would just dump a bunch of sugar into it to sweeten it up because I didn't actually like the actual taste of coffee. But now what I what I do, I French press my coffee and I cut down the acidity with cream, but I also put like a tablespoon of honey in it, which is oh so good. I'll never forget the time there was a woman who wanted a 16-ounce white chocolate mocha with three or four pumps of white chocolate. Let me preface and say I'm by no means being judgmental if, if like, you really enjoy sugar. I really enjoy coffee, so that's really no different. It is no different. But this woman wanted so much sugar in her drink, and then she wanted, like, seven shots of espresso, which... (laughs) was like, what? It was just really something hard to wrap my mind around. And then somewhere I read that the average American consumes like a dumpster full of sugar every year. Again, I'm like, holy moly. Someone was telling me about their new job where they're a truck driver and they drive around the country hauling loads of sugar and loads of alcohol. And they said, wow, this country has problems, which is true. I mean, we have so many addictions. Every human has is addicted to something from sugar to money to alcohol to relationships. And again, I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. There are a lot of things in our everyday that we don't realize. So I suppose a lesson with this Is there something in your life? Because I know there are things in my life that are definitely consuming. I would just encourage you 
to evaluate the stuff that you do, where you spend your time, is there anything you need to adjust? Are you really living your life to the best you can right now? If you're not, that's okay. It's a really hard reality to realize that until Jesus returns, I won't live my best life. But I can try, which is trying to be like him every day, trying to wake up every day thankful for another day, to try not to hurt everyone, to try to be right in my speech. It's a constant balance of trying to figure out stuff. I'm currently in therapy. We need therapy. We need to constantly not obsess over how well we're doing, but again, try to live our best life. Because if we're not, then you're missing out on a lot. (laughs) To when I had braces. When I was little, I had a gap in between my top two teeth. So I could like whistle between them. I was really, really insecure about it. And I always, always, always wanted braces because I knew people who had them. I didn't have them until I was, I think, in ninth grade. I think I had them for at least a year and a half or maybe even two years. There's different reasons as to why people get them. But a big one is not liking your smile. I sympathize with people who are self-conscious over their smile because... Being able to smile, gosh, I'm self-conscious over my smile. The sides of my top teeth aren't quite the same color as my front teeth, so it's like, it's obvious. I had a really good picture of my friend and I, and I was like, I like this picture, but I don't like my smile in it. So I I try not to be self-conscious over things, and it's really hard. There's always something that we're going to find that we don't like about anything in life. We live in a world where we see people who look perfect and we want to be like them because we want to be accepted because we might not feel accepted. Lady Gaga has a song called Born This Way where I haven't listened to it in a while so I can't really think of exactly what she's talking about but I think she's talking about that which is like I am the way I am and that's okay. Like I said earlier about that like motiv- motivational speech or whatever, as long as you can be comfortable with yourself, which is the true treasure, and I know I make it sound like it's easy, it's really not. I'm not perfect at it. There are things that I'm insecure about, like my teeth. I have to say, you know what? That's stupid because I know that I am, I know that I am loved. I am truly, truly loved. No matter how you look, no matter any deformity you have, God still loves you. And that should be all that matters. But this world is a hard place. So I would encourage you to try to be comfortable with who you are. I was staring at myself in the mirror the other day and I'm like leaning in and looking at myself like, huh, that looks weird. But you know what? Just be okay with it. Why can't we be okay with things? It's okay to want to look better. It is. If you have a house that, you know, the paint is chipping off, it's okay to want to repaint your house. If the roof is caving in, it's okay to want to fix your roof. But if you're fixing it or repainting because you're worried about what the neighbors are going to think, your roof caving in is one thing because your roof protects you from a whole bunch of things. But your roof is structural 
but the paint is cosmetic. So if you're taking care of yourself, but you're worried about the cosmetics, it's okay to want to repaint your house. But insecurity is something that stems from fear, and fear will rob you from joy in life. It will. So if I could go back to when I was little, to when I got braces, I did want them because I didn't want that gap. I thought it looked stupid. But then Taylor Swift has a song called Ours. Gosh, I cry at that song every time. And one of the lyrics is, I love the gap between your teeth. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go listen to that after after this episode. And I would encourage you to listen to that song because it's beautiful. Ours by Taylor Swift. <laughs> to when I drank hot sauce. <laughs> so earlier this year, maybe in June or, yeah, I think it was June, I worked with a bunch of goofy people. There came a certain point in the night where we were all just kind of like being goofy and saying funny things. And one of my coworkers was like, hey, John, I'll give you X amount of money to do this. <laughs> I've done stupid things in my life. I try not to regret anything because I've learned something from everything that I would otherwise, quote, regret, regret. But we had had a dinner or a lunch from this barbecue place. It came with a whole bunch of hot sauce packets. <laughs> I, mm. Mm. There's nothing actually hot about hot sauce. I mean, the chemical in it called capsaicin actually isn't itself hot. It tickles your nerve endings. Or it's like it's, it's irritating something inside your body and your brain recognizes it as pain which is what leads into this thing with the hot sauce and my coworkers was one told me to drink like a packet of hot sauce and I was like sure pain is in the mind so I put it in a cup and I drank it it was only maybe a a tablespoon but then someone I think it was Oliver <laughs> Oliver had a bottle of hot sauce and the same guy who paid me money, he was like, hey, I'll pay you this much to drink. I don't know if it was the full bottle of hot sauce or at least a cup. So I had a cup and I put a bunch of hot sauce in the cup. This hot sauce was a lot hotter than I thought it was because, you know, I just said pains in the mind, which it was. It was. For the next 14... <laughs> For the next 14 hours. It was the end of our, our shift. I had drank the hot sauce. Fortunately, we weren't working because I would have like had to go home. <laughs> I started walking and I was like, oh gosh, this feels weird. And there is there is a limit that the body can handle. I barely hit that limit. I didn't hit the limit, but I almost did because it took me two or three times as long to walk to my car. I was walking really slow and then I had to stop because... The hot sauce was like moving around inside my stomach, touching all these new parts of my stomach that, yeah. I was like, oh, Lord, please help me get home. So I start driving. And I pull off on the side of the road once, get some fresh air. I feel like I couldn't drive anymore. Felt like I was going to vomit. I didn't because that's what that's what it does to you. It, your brain thinks it's doing this, but it's actually not. So I get back in my car. I keep driving. I actually 
pull off into a parking lot, and I sit next to my car. Oh, I go over to this tree, to this grassy area, because I felt like I was going to vomit. I'm literally laying on my stomach right now, or on my side next to this tree, not able to move. I think my body was like starting to get a little hot. And then in that moment, I admitted defeat and said, okay, I need help. Because I believed it wouldn't be wise at all to try to sit it out. I would have been able to sit it out, but I wanted to get checked out, so I called 911. I had like 4% left on my battery on my phone, so I was like, oh my gosh, could this get any worse? The woman over the phone was just trying to keep me calm, bless her heart. She talked me through it, and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't really talk at all. Are they coming? Are they almost here? And I'm beyond glad that they showed up. They took me in, not to the hospital, but they just checked me out right there. They checked out my vitals, took my blood pressure, and basically the woman said, yeah, your body's just ticked off at you. Your body is mad at you. (laughs) I wanted to make sure that I was okay. I was able to get home, but it was already like 12.30 or 1 a.m. I accidentally took a wrong a wrong turn, so I was on the road for longer, but miraculously, actually, I was able to get home without having any more disruptions. Oh, and by the way, I, I drank some milk, because that actually helped a lot. I don't know how exactly it works, but it did. Only for a brief moment. When I got home, that's when the the real party started. It wasn't even a party. I just tried to, I tried going to sleep, not moving at all in my bed. But then when I would get, you know, almost close to falling asleep was when my stomach lining just like, it's like, he like tickled me. (laughs) So I would try rolling on my side. I would get up, go sit down on the couch, try going to the restroom, sitting back on the couch. I called in sick the next day. Because had I gone to work, I would have just been miserable. All that to say, if you think that you can push through something yourself, set down your pride and call for help. We all have this thing of pride within us. It's okay. I do not regret calling 911 because they assured me that I would be okay. And I was okay. It was just miserable. We all do things in life that yeah, we probably shouldn't have done not calling 911, but drinking a cup of hot sauce that is rated hotter than hot. (laughs) I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with your family and friends and anybody and everyone you know. Also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. No! Thanks for listening. Yeah.